Nun Gimel today, and we're holding it, two, four, six, seven lines down. Tanur Rabbanon, a couple more dinim in regards to Shvius and what is the Zman beer, and then we'll move on to some other Makam Shinagu Leinian Carbon Kachim and Carbon Pesach. So Tanur Rabbanon, Eichlin Ba'anavim. So at what point we're talking about again? What's the Zman beer? So the din by Shvius is Peri Shvius. You're allowed to eat them, right? In all the work appeals, you're allowed to eat them. You're not allowed to sell them. You can eat them as long as they are available in the field. And the din is called <coughs> once they're gone from the field, then, um, once it's gone from the field, then you have to remove it from your house. It's called beer. Make a declaration saying that you destroyed everything. Um, so you make a declaration. Ba'anavim. So when do you eat grapes? Until the vines of Eichel, it's, the name of, it's, it's, it's an area, a region or a city. So until those vines are gone, that is when you could eat. That is what this man beer is. However, and like we're going to see here, the one is going to go through this for a little bit. These are not like specific. So I heard one of the Mepharshim explain that these are just concepts for when you should start to be careful. I look for it because these seasons, you know, some of them, uh, it, will, it will totally depend. So what we're saying is, when should you start to be vigilant about checking to see whether it's gone, right? You're not sitting there looking every day, oh, are there grapes outside, you know? So, um, but at, at these points, that's when you should start to be vigilant. So that's why it says, If there are later ones to eat, and those that are still available in the field, then you could still eat them. You don't have to get, you don't have to stop eating just because there's none left in, uh, in the city of Eichel. It doesn't mean that it's completely gone. B'zeisim, so what is the time of the Zman beer for olives? The last ones are Tekua. That we go based on the primary area for Zesim is Gush Chalav. And what is the point in which uh, it's considered that an Ani goes out. We quoted this yesterday that he can't find either on the branch or on the trunk. Um that a quarter of a kav, so it's a certain amount, right? So what we're saying is, like, I'm sorry, we alluded to this yesterday, and we'll see that we're going to have exactly what we quoted yesterday, that just because it doesn't call a l'chaim, and I saw that doesn't have to mean that it has to be picked clean. It means that there's not enough of a, of a harvest to harvest, there's not enough to make it worth your time. When it comes to dried figs, so that's the zman beers when they're gone from page base hini, that was a prominent area for figs. So I'm a Rabbi Yehuda. Sorry, that wasn't that wasn't mentioned. Pagi Beis were not mentioned. The Indian beer, right? When when it's it's done being available, it was rather lehuskru Pagi Beis Hini el the Indian Meiser. That we were saying that even though they're the Pagi of Beis Hini, that they are the very small figs that are undersized, that they're still going to be subject to Meiser. It's not Pagi Beis Hini. The Ahini de Tuvia Meiser. Okay, so it was only mentioned in regards to Meiser, and he says that we're not this man beer. The the um, uh, you know as far as the the checkpoint for Zman, we'll call it the checkpoint for Zman beer is not uh, when it's gone from Pagi Beis Hini. What about uh, dates? Until the until the last one in Sayar is gone. So this we quoted yesterday. We said that at what point is it considered Zman beer? Right, it was more machmer. That you could only eat until they're gone from the general branches, not, you know, not when they're picked clean from the thorny area. 
So now we're going to ask a seer on all these, really. So how could you say, right? We said Anavim was until they're gone from the city of Eichel, Zesim, Achman Shabbatakua, right? So we had, we had when they're gone in certain cities. Now we're going to see Eichel and Anavim. It was until it was gone at a place. Yeah, and even over here, even as a date, you'll see, we're asking a steer from a date. So we see it's a date. Okay, he says switch. Um, but either way, like you, like you pointed out, it's, it's, it's a date, versus we said when it's gone from a city. <laughs> and really... The question is compounded because even a date is not right. What what do the seasons change according to the solar calendar? Are you having time according to the lunar calendar? Right. So even these dates, right? It could be it could it could, it could vary by almost a month at, at some point, right? You have a, a an over year, you know, from one year to the next. So you know it could, it could vary by three weeks or whatever. So um, again, So first we try saying that we align. You want to know when, when is the last one in Tekoya gone? That's based on the, on the shear of the Yantif. The second answer is Hakatani Behedya. In the first Brisa that we're asking on, it said clearly, Okay, so and I think to give it context, like I spoke out from Bashem and Farsham, I forgot who mentioned it, that, that the Gemara is ending up that these, that these dates are just, these dates or times or cities are just checkpoints. That they're just ways to say that's when you should start to be vigilant. To see, go out to the field and see if they're kala or not. But it doesn't mean that this is when it's kala. It's not a definitive time. Okay, so Tanya, a little bit of a side so you over here of Shemeng Amlil Eimer. So he had, in regards to what is the simen, right? What is considered the prototypical or choicest produce in each type of terrain? Okay, each type of terrain. So simen laharim milin. If you want to know... What is the, like, what's the uh, best type of tree that grows in a mountainous area? Those would be shalmilin, which is gall nuts. Simen lamakim, dekalin. What type of trees grow in a valley? That's a dekal tree. Palm tree. Simen lenechalim kanim. In a uh, area of a stream, right? What is considered a stream area? That if it has kanim, if it has reeds, then we know that it is the prototypical uh, stream. Simon Lishvela Shikma. Lowlands will have Shikma sycamore trees. Vava Bishem Raya Dabar, even though there's no Raya that in lowlands you have that you have Shikama, you have sycamore trees. Zechla Dabar, however, there's a mention in the following Pasuk in Navi Shnamar says, Vaitan Amelchas a Kesef Yushalayim. The king put the Kesef in Yushalayim Ka'avanim. Vesa Razim Nasan Kishikamim Asher Bishvela. So we see from the Pasuk that shikamim are in the shvela l'roi, right? That that's where you would find sycamore trees are in the lowlands. Simen laharim, so now we're going to discuss what's the difference. Simen laharim milim, simen lamalkim dekalim, nafkamina libikurim. So we want to say that's for bikurim because you have to bring the choicest uh, bikurim. So therefore, when you're going to bring, um, uh, when you're going to bring, let's say, dates from, a, you know, your date tree for bikurim, don't bring them from since the best date trees grow in the in the valleys, don't bring them from the mount from the date trees in the mountainous terrain. Bring from Bikurim the best, and those would be the ones that are in the valleys. Okay, the Tanan and maybe Bikurim Elam Mishivas Haminim Veloim Midikalon Shebaharim. You can't bring them from the Dekel trees that are in the Harim because that is a place where um, th- that is a place where we said that the Milan that the Golnut trees that's the best best ones, but the best the column are in the valley. 
and you can't bring them from the fruits in the amakim. Again, you have to bring what's in the what's in the best terrain that grows these trees. So what's the simon? Who cares if we say that streamy areas have kanim reeds? Why is that important? Then how do we, we want to know if Nachal Eisan, we said you have, to, you have to bring for Egla Rufa, so you have to go to the Valley of Eisan. How do you know if you have the Valley if it has reeds there? Okay, if it doesn't have reeds there, then it's not part of the Nachal Eisan. Simon Lishfela Shikma. So what's the difference? Who cares uh, as far as to, why do I need to create a Simon for the low areas that it's a Shikma tree? Nafkamila Mekachu Mamkar. Okay, that if a person says, I'm going to sell you a, uh, a lowland area, there has to be sh- uh, sycamore trees because that's considered, that's what's shyach to the area. So the Gemara says, now, you don't have to worry about all these other nafkaminas, bikurim, this and that. You could say all these And what's the difference? What we're saying is, if I'm going to sell you, if I'm going to sell you a mountainous area, a mountainous terrain, so the expectation between the buyer and the seller is that you're going to have milim, you're going to have uh, gallnut trees there. And if I sell you the ones in the valleys, the expectation is going to be day trees there. So it's mecha kumamkar, what sets the standards, you know, as uh, definitions. Zakta next Mishnah. In a place, so we'll see in a second that normally we did not allow you to, um, to we did not allow you to sell behema to a guy because there's a mitzvah daraisa of shvisas behemtai. So and the concern is that if we allow you to sell your animal to a guy, you might come and lend or rent your animal to a guy. And that is an iser of shvisas behemtai, iser daraisa that your animal can't do work on Shabbos or Yantif. So we say, don't sell, don't sell the animal to the guy because you might come to rent it to him, and renting is a real problem. So, now this restriction, like we'll see in a second, is only by Behema Gasa. Behema Daka wouldn't be an issue. The question is, do they make a gazera? So that would be dependent on the minog, whether they had this gazera or not. So in a place where they had a minog to sell Behema Daka to Goyim, they weren't geyser to a gasa which the Gasa came because we're concerned that you might come to rent out, rent it out to them, and then you'll be over and she said, in a place where they wouldn't sell, you are not allowed to sell. However, that is not subject to Minog. You certainly cannot rent, uh, you cannot sell, sorry, a Behemah Gasa, that is a Gazeri, they might come to rent it. A Golem are calves, Siachim are colts or foals, right, little... Okay, little, uh, little behemagasas. Shlemim, whether the animal is shlemim, meaning it's in operational condition, or shvurin, right? Now, those things are like cars. So even if the animal had broken legs, meaning it was like a broken down car, he still can't sell it. That's the Tanakhama. Behuda says, he's says, since you're anyways, you're not, obviously it's not, you're not selling to them to use because it's broken, it can't perform. So since you're not selling to them to use, so we're not concerned that you're going to rent it to them to use. That he says when it comes to a sus, it's going to be mutter. Why? Because, like this, normal animals you're going to sell or rent for the guy to use to work the fields. So that's a shvisa behemta issue. Sus, what does a sus do? It's only, it's only good for riding. Riding is only an issue of in the first place. So therefore, we're not going to be geyser that you might come. We're not going to not allow you to sell your sus because the worst case scenario is 
you'll rent him your sus and you'll use it for Rekiva, which isn't an Isra Daraisa, it's not an Isra Shvisis Behemtai. So, since the whole concern is Rekiva, so we're not, we're not uh, Geyser. Machem Shinagu, okay. And then, as Nagea to us over here, Machem Shinagu, Lachot Sli, Belele Psachem, Eichlem. In a place it was a minog, whether they could eat sli. Are you allowed to eat roasted meat on Erev Pesach? Okay, because what's the concern here? It looks like you're eating carbon Pesach. It looks like you're eating carbon Pesach outside of the Besamekdash. Therefore, since we know that carbon Pesach, the night of Pesach, everybody ate roasted meat, there was a minog that they had not to eat roasted meat outside. Some people have it today. Still people have it today, yes. Yes. Amar, exactly, Amar. Amar of Yehuda, and you'll see here, we're going to discuss this for a little bit. Amar of Yehuda, Amar Rab. A person cannot say This meat I'm going to save I'm having for, for Pesach I'm going to eat it on Pesach It looks like you're being And you're eating Kachim Outside the base of Mikdash Papa says but we don't have this concern by chitim. What's the concern? The concern is that there's two ways. I can be maktish an animal or I can be maktish something that has value and I will sell it later. I will sell it later to buy a, a carbon. So it also is, is, it looks like that issue. Even if you say the chitim, you might think. So there's a big machlegis rashi and tesis over here in regards to Basar, are we talking about only specifically basar that could have been a carbon pesach, or is it any basar? And that's where when a gaya today, right, not to eat any roasted any roasted basar at all, it's brought down in halacha. I think lamaisoi paskin, it's only the ones that are of a carbon pesach, right? Because a carbon pesach could be sex sovim v'izim, right? It's only a, a a goat or or a sheep, but versus cow. Versus cow. So it's it, it is it is a nidain in the in the halacha whether this applies to cow or not. It's also dependent on whether you learn that the busser here in the Gemara, Rashi learns that the busser here actually doesn't mean like an animal, it means pieces of meat. So if so, it's the same, it would have been the same concern like chiti, which is, it's not, obviously not a carbon, you're not, nobody's maktish, uh, you know, a piece of meat, you're maktish an animal. So the whole concern here, according to Rashi, is the value. Again, it's a money game. That you might think that you're being maktish these pieces of meat to sell the meat to be maktish a carbon. Tyson learns differently, but that's the way Rashi learns. But anyway, the point is, that when it comes to Chiti, Rav Papa is saying, when it comes to Chiti, the way Rashi explains it is, since uh, it, it, it's clear that you have a point to your flower on Pesach, that had to make matzos, so therefore, your Chiti definitely you don't intend. Basar, right? It's enough gamina how you learn this, whether you're going to say it's, every, if you learn it like Rashi is saying, it sounds like everything other than Chiti would be a problem. Right, because chiti specifically, I know that I'm going to use it for matzah, but everything else, like meat, or really anything else that has value, maybe I really intend to sell. But anyways, most of the Mepharshim learn, not to get too far off on tangent, most of the Mepharshim learn that it would apply only to meat. Right, but it would be maybe even all meats as opposed to tesos who would hold that it's just, it's just the ones that the current Pesach is of. Okay, but either way, if a person, getting back on track over here, sorry, that if a person goes ahead and he says, I'm being makdish basar, and chiti uh, basar. So we say, sorry, he says, basar zeh le pesach, not makdish. He says, I'm going to use this meat for carbon pesach. It's osar. But Papa says, chiti are not a problem. Basar loy, really, you cannot eat, right? The basar is going to be a problem. Um, sorry, uh, basar loy, that uh, it's going to be a problem. 
may say, right? You want to tell me that, that, that saying I want to, designating a specific piece of meat to eat on Pesach is a problem, really. May say, I saw in a Bryce, uh, there's a Bryce, Amr of Yaisi, Rabbi Yaisi says, Todis ish roimi, Todis from Rome, from Rome, Hinig es bene roimi, lechol gedim mekulasen, that they would eat gedim, this is after the discussion of the Beis Mikdash. they would eat gedim mekulasen, that means prepared on a spit, like the Karim Pesach, you know, Roshay al-Kurav, al-Kirbay, on a spit, mekulas, Belele Pesachim, on the night of Pesach, Shalcholoi, so the Rabbanim sent to Tudus, Ishraimi, Ilmali Tudus Atta, if you weren't Tudus, Gazrani Alecha Nidoi, I would put you in a cherem, She'ata Machos, you saw Kodshim Machots, because you're feeding, B'nei you saw Kodshim Machots, Kodshim Safadaitos, this is not Kodshim, Ela, Emakoroi, Lahachalos, you saw Kodshim Machots, it's close, right, you're getting too close, Mikolos in She'ein Mikolos Loi. What was the problem here? The only problem was it was Mikolos, that it was prepared in a way that was similar to the Karim Pesach, which means that if it was a regular piece of meat, we wouldn't have this concern. So why did Rav say, why did Rabbi Yehuda Rav say that we're going to have this concern by any piece of meat? It's only Mikolos. So the Gemara said, ah, you missed out on a detail. Amri, so what do we answer? Mikolos loishna amar loishna loy amar. That when it comes to kachim, you designate it with your mouth. So by tudus ishraimi, he, you're right. We had a problem there, Mikolos, Even though they didn't say anything, nobody said basar zeh lepesach. They just went ahead and prepared it, and it was a problem. Even though there was no amira. However, she'ena Mikolos pirish in like pirish loy. That you're right. If you wouldn't go ahead and say this basar should be for pesach, and you just ate the meat, you just roasted the meat. On, on, on Pesach night, it would be fine. You're allowed to have steak on Pesach night. You're just not allowed, you wouldn't be allowed to say, I'm saving this because now it sounds like you're, you're designating it for a carbon. And that's, that would be the concern. Okay, so now, just going back into the story, we're going to work out some details over here. This story of Tudus Ishraimi. If you see, it said, Meitzvei Amar Rabbi Rabbi quoted Tudus Ishraimi. I'm going to look at the Shmach Sugi over here. So, So he quoted it not from Rabbi Yaisi, from Rabbi Shimon. What's the difference? The Mandamar who holds like Rabbi Yaisi, so that makes sense. Okay, so what, what's the Gemara talking about? So there is a Machlaikis. Let's say a person says, then I'm gonna don't, I'm gonna give to the base of a mincha carbon carbon mincha of sa'irim, a barley flour. Now the problem is there's no such mincha mincha is always chitim. So the question is, do we say that we're only toughest lashon? Uh, do we say that we're toughest lashon rishon? The Rabban and Rabbi hold that we're toughest the lashon rishon, which means as soon as you said mincha harelai mincha, you're done, right? You're high the mincha chitim. The fact that you said sa'irim later don't matter. Rabbi Yaisi holds that now that we're going to um, that af bigmar dvarav adam nidbak. We're going to look at his whole words in its entirety, and right he says in Masechtas Tumura, and therefore he said minchas sa'irim, and therefore we're going to say that now obviously he can't bring a minchas sa'irim, but we're going to say that um, we're going to say that we're going to count everything he said. And we're basically going to, uh, we'll see. We're going to we're gonna throw it out. This is, it's more Nagea, really, the Gemara, which brings down Rav Yesi, is in, in Tmura. Right? And Rashi brings this down, where if a person says, Harezu Tmuras Ela Tmura Shlomen. 
So according to one man, according to Mandam Rabbanan Rav Yaisi, so you say Tmuras Eila first, so now it's an Eila. According to Rav Yaisi, you say Tmuras Eila Tmuras Shlamim, it's actually both, and you'd have to sell, you'd have to, you'd have to have it have a mum, sell it, and then half would go for Tmuras and half would go for Eila. Okay, but over here, so that's Rav Yaisi Shita is, do we count everything you said, or do we just look at the first thing, you know, the first thing that was Mechay of you? Now, that's, that's Rav Yaisi. Okay, so now Bishlam the Manda Masi Kreb Yesi Nicha. Now we're going to be okay. We'll see what this means in a second. El the Manda Masi Kreb Shimon Mi Nicha. Reb Shimon holds going back to that Mincha Sairim case. Reb Shimon holds since Reb Shimon holds a Reb Yesi that we're going to look. We're going to say this in a second. Shimon holds like Reb Yesi that we're going to look at everything you said. And the the product of what you said was Mincha Sairim is impossible. So therefore, since you weren't what's called Misnadev Kiderach Shemisnadvim. It wasn't a good uh, nidava, right? Because there's no such thing. Therefore, we throw it all out. You said nothing. So now, it'll be okay. Why is it okay? You didn't, you weren't misnade something. So over here, when it comes to todis, right? You need, in order for it to be Kachim, according to Reb Shimon, you need to be Kachim. Why? Because if you said, Mincha Sa'irim, we're going to say, since you didn't do Kader HaMesnadvim, we don't consider it your potter from anything. So to over here, why are we giving to this a problem, according to Reb Shimon? Reb Shimon is the one who says, you're going to be totally potter if you didn't, if you didn't, weren't Mesnadvim in the right way. So why by to this over here, when you didn't say anything, are we going to go ahead and say it's a problem if you did it in the Like it was Kachim, Reb Shimon himself holds, that you need to properly give something, be maktish something. And here, nobody was maktish anything. He just went ahead and did it. So why is it a problem? If you are Gavis from Shimon. Amarle, okay. As opposed to, if you hold like Rav Yesi, Rav Yesi only says that we consider everything that you said. But it, we, it, right? so according to Rav Yesi, like we said, the case in Tamura, even though your words were somewhat sicer, we will have to work it out. According to Shimon, if your words are so, you say minchas it's impossible. Done. It's like you said nothing. According to Rav Yesi, sorry, afed margarav atamatfes. There's two different things going on here. There's first the machlekes Rav Yesi and the Rabbanon. Do we look at everything you said, or just tafas lashon rishon, or tafas lashon achad? Look at everything you said, or just the beginning. But within that, Rav Yesi is going to say, yeah, we look at everything you said. So now Bishlam, according to Rav Yesi, so even we don't necessarily care. Uh, we don't nec- we're not going to apostle just because you said something that didn't make sense, like Minchas Sa'irim. We're not going to necessarily apostle. So according to Rabbi Yaisi, it would be okay, right? Because he, he's not specific to say, like Rav Shimon, that if you said something that didn't make sense, that we throw it out. Rabbi Yaisi holds, if something didn't make sense, we have to consider it. How we have to deal with it, we'll have to deal with it. Rav Shimon held that if, if you said something that didn't make any sense, the Hainu Minchas Sa'irim, it's, it's nonsensical, throw it away. So if, if we're throwing it away, so then over here, what's the reason why we throw it away? That you didn't properly designate something for hektish, and that's a key component in order for it to be hektish. If you didn't do it, so you're not. So how could you say by Tudis that we have a problem over here? He didn't say anything. You, in order for it to be hektish, you have to say, not just say, you have to say the right thing. And you didn't say it, okay? Well, it wasn't, wasn't that he was maktish it, because if he was maktish it, what do I care what kind of what kind of unchashav he is? If he's doing, he was maktish, but he was maktish an animal and, and was. We never, we never said that he was. A, we never said that he was an adam chashav yet. Yet we'll get there. 
He says, Omali to the Sata. Right, the Gemara has two different ways of, of it. You'll see in a second. But anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. He wasn't Makdisha. The question is, why, do, why, are we, why are we saying that because... The question is, in Rav Shimon, it's, it's, it's a specific question. In Rav Shimon, in order for something to be hectish, it needs to be, in order for it to be even considered, right? Otherwise, you're potter, right? What's the case of you're potter from everything. So the fact that we see that your words, really, in order to be of you anything, to stick it to you at all, to connect you to it at all, it has to be a proper Amir. And here, there's no Amir at all. So how would we even have a concern? So anyways... Now, Amalei Ravina, the Ravashi, Ravina is going to ask him Ravashi. So I said, there's two different machleksim going on here. There's a machleks between the Rabban and Rabbi Yaisi. Do we say tafas lashon risha and tafas or not? Right? Do we go based on your first words or do we look at the entirety of your statement? And then there's a seven machleks in regards to Rav Shimon. What happens if I'm misnadev, minchas sa'irim, right? Do, will I, am I totally potter or not? Now, like we're going to say, Rav Shimon is totally on Rav Yaisi. In order for Rav Shimon to say that that if you say that we're going to throw it out, you have to say like Rabbi Yaisi, that you're toughest Lashon Achron. Because if we're going to stop right after you send Mincha, then, then that's a Mincha. Mincha equals Chitim. Oh, you're done. You're Chayim Mincha Chitim. So Rav Shimon has to hold Rav Yaisi. So the Gemara now is going to say, if Rav Shimon has to hold Rav Yaisi, then Rav Yaisi has to hold Rav Shimon. They're intertwined. So going back to over here, why did you only ask on Rav Shimon, the Mandamar who quoted this Maisa with Rav Shimon from Tudis? Which should also be a problem. Come on, answer. Again, we we had, we're, and I'll just give you a hint to the end. We blibe Shver on the Mandamar who says Rav Shimon. We can't answer that. Rav Shimon says if you don't remark this the proper way, we don't consider your words anything. And it's not considered hectish. You're not, you know, it doesn't stick to you at all. So over here, wouldn't be a problem since you, you didn't do it. So now we're asking, what about the Mandamar who said Rav are we so okay? Like I explained, Rav Shimon must hold a Rav Yaisi because in order to invalidate when you said and make you completely putter, you have to say that we're grabbing everything he said, the whole thing. Everything he said. My love. Now this is where the Gemara is going to say, my love in the Rav Shimon. What, do they, don't, wouldn't it make sense to say that they go hand in hand? That just like according to Reb Yesi, according to Reb Shimon, he's going to hold Nitfas Gemar Dvarav. And that's why we're going to look at the entirety of your statement. And since the entirety of your statement was nonsensical, we'll throw it out. So to Reb Yesi, if you're looking at the entirety of the statement and the statement's nonsensical, you should also throw it out like Reb Shimon. So we say no, loy. Reb Shimon, Savalak Reb Yesi, Reb Yesi, Savalak Reb Shimon. Reb Yesi does not hold like Reb Shimon. And what that, what that means is, according to Rabbi Yaisi, we are going to, we are going to have to, we're going to have to deal with what you said. Okay? So, so too, when it came to the Gedim Mokulis, we're not going to say that just because you didn't say something that was that we're going to go ahead and we're going to say that there's no concern. Really, there would be a concern. That's why the Rabbanon gave Tudus a hard time. Now, back to Sanders' question. Tudus is Was he a great guy? Was he a violent, right? Was he someone not to be trifled with? Because they said, I put you in Cherem. Now, why did they put him in Cherem? Didn't they not put him in Cherem because he was a huge Talmud So they gave him a pass? Or because they were scared of him. 
He was violent. He was a mobster. So we say, Tashima, why did, what was it that Hanani Mishal Anzaria saw? Shemasur Atzma al Kadushas Hashem Lekivshana Eish. Nasu Kalva Chaymer Ba Atzma. They made a Kalva Chaymer. Mitzvah Deim. Right? The Tzvah Deim, that's this week's parasha. Right? Love how the Daf works out that way. Mitzvah Deim. Umat Tzvah Deim. Shein Mitzvah Ben al Kadushas Hashem. That they had no Mitzvah of Kiddush Hashem. Kasabahu, it says, Uva Uva Luvave Secha. Uva Chardar Meshkava Secha. Mishar Secha. Visana Recha. That the frogs went everywhere. Now, what they said was they went into your ovens and in your dough. When are we going to find dough next to a tanner? That is, right? Like we explained, remember we were talking about the process, we talked about the goggle, how they went around, right? So one person needs shape, and then they go out and put it into the oven. When do you find dough near an oven? When the oven's very hot, right? We're about to put it in. We also discussed, right, that an oven, right, you don't have, as opposed to a frying pan, right, you put it on the fire and then you heat, turn on the fire. An oven, you heat up first and then you put the food in. Okay? So, preheat. Right? So, for sure, us, who, are, who have a chi of a kedushas Hashem, so that's why Hanani Mishal and Zayar jumped into the burning kivshan. Oven. So, what do we see from here? We see that to this, right, he was inspiring the people so he was obviously a great guy. He wasn't, he wasn't a mobster. Rabbi Yesi bar Avin Amar, Matil Malai, that he was, you know why he was great? Because he was Matil Malai, the Kishel Tamidi Chachavim. He invested. Matil Malai means to invest in the Kishel Tamidi Chachavim. They didn't just give them money, but rather he set them up with businesses. So he must have been a great guy. Okay, one more Mishnah. Sorry, what's the reason why we thought he might have been a thug? Well, we just, we didn't know. We said that they were scared, the Rabbanon were scared to ask, act against him, to put him in cherem. So we don't know, were you scared because he was great, or were you scared because he was a mobster? Zakta Mishnah. So in a place where they had a minag to light a candle the night of Yom Kippur, then you would light. Makam Shinagu, right? Shalei lahalik a malikin. Okay, and we'll see why a person for Yom Kippur night would light. You are, you definitely can light in, in base Knesses, in base Medrash, in Muvois, Ha'afelim, dark alleyways, right? If you need the lights, then you can, and for a Chayla, if a Chayla needs the light, so then you can light for that. But the question is, do, do we light? We light Friday night, we light a candle, right? We know because, why do we, why do, we do that? So that we could eat, right? It's, it's Einik Shabbos. Yom Kippur night where you don't eat, so why would we have to, why would there be a minute to light a light? Or not to? So it's like the Gemara, why is that a thing? They both had one intention, which was that they would light, uh, it was to prevent Tashmish. So um, either the man, but now both, both right, these are conflicting in Havim. The man, the Omar, Right, this is an Isra Tashrish on, on Yom Kippur. The, minog, the people that had the minog to light would be because it's Asr that Tashrish Lar on there. So therefore, light it so that it, it will, uh, it will uh, you know, you know so you're going to keep the halacha and therefore it won't be a problem. And the, the people that held that you don't light is because the concern is that if you light it, you'll see your wife and you'll, you'll want to have Tashrish, so it's more of a concern. Okay. I'm Rabbi Shua. Darash va'amcha. 
Right? They were both Niskavim to prevent Tashmish. Now, we're going to go into a little bit of a here just for two minutes. Um, in regards to Matzah Yom Kippur, do you make a, 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 a bracha on Eish? Nagea Halacha. Okay, do you make a Birchas Eish? Berimer Eish. Yomtif, you don't. Why? Because the only reason to make it on Matzah Shabbos is why? It's because that's when the fire was created. Good. Okay, and we're going to get into that a lot tomorrow. Normal yantif, there's two reasons not to. Number one, there's no fire created. And number two, you're allowed to have fire on yantif. So there's no iser. So there's, and we'll see, the Gemara's going to end up, but there's two things that could generate a bracha. Number one, like to commemorate the fact that fire was created in Matthew And number two, because you're now doing something that was previously, um, that was previously uh, not... Uh, that you, you weren't unable to do. So, Rabbi Yudam Rashmol, Eme Barchana, Lavar Matzei Shabbos, Hoyel Batchilas Priyasu, Amalei Hussaba, Vitim Rabbi Barchana, Yasher, true. Chena Rabbi Yechanan, okay? That Rabbi Yechanan said, you do not make a Bari Mirnea Eish, Bari Mirnea Eish, Amatzei Yom Kippur. Ula, Rachav Chamra. So, Ula, we'll see, did not agree with this. Rachav Chamra, Vazav, Havashakov, Vazav, Amar Mine. Rabbi was on his right side. So, Ula was going at Rabbi on his right side. Rabbi Barchana, Mismele, Rabbi Barchana on his left side. Amalei Rabbi Lu Ula. So Rabbah said to Ula, Did you say, Did you hear that Rabbi Yechanan said that uh, he said, Rabbah said it on the right, you hear that you don't make a Barim on, on on Yom Kippur? Right? Only on Matzah Shabbos, because Shabbos. So he looked to his left, he looked at Rabbi Yechanan, and he rolled his eyes at him, like well, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Ula did not hold it, he did not agree that Rabbi Yechanan said this. Amalei, Rabbi Barachana said to Ula, no, I know love Aha Amri. I didn't hear this said, that Rabbi Yechanan said this about not to make a Barimare Eish on Matzah Yom Kippur. Allah Amri, he was on a different din that, that Rabbi Yechanan was talking about, the Tani Tana Kamei Rabbi Yechanan, Rabbi Shimon Elazar, Amri Yom Kippur, Shalios Peshavis, that Yom Kippur that falls on a Shabbos, Av Makam Shamru Shalay Lahadlik, Malikim Ebenekabai Shabbos, that you light a candle on Shabbos. But on your Rabbi Yechanan Basrei, Rachachamim Eisrin, and the Chachamim said, don't light the candle. Amar adatiyeh. Right? So we're, when in regards to lighting on Yom Kippur, one, one Amaira thought that Rav Yechanan said it in regards to that you don't make a Bari Mare Eish. Ula and Rav Yechanan said, no, that's, that they heard Rav Yechanan said when he was talking about uh, Yom Kippur and a candle, you know, on a fire, he was talking about not about that you don't make a Bari Mare Eish, but rather that you should light the... the, the, the to be like the Chachamim, that you don't light a candle, you don't light a ner on Yom Kippur, Shechol uh, Diaz you don't have to, you don't have to light, uh, you know, they say don't light a candle, right? Even if it's a Chaliyas Peshavas. So I'm Kari uh, Alev Yasef, so Rav Yasef called Kari Alev Rav Yasef on this Misa, we'll see, of Ula Rav Barachana, Mayim Amukim Eitzah, believe Ish, on the Pasuk, V'ish Tfuni Dalena. Right, that he, uh, he understood from, uh, th- that Rav Abba made a mistake. Right? Rav Abba said, Rav Yechanan says that you don't make a Barimari Eish on Matzah Shabbos. And Ula, it didn't sit well with him. And he was able to pick up on that. And he said, like, no, there's no way Rav Yechanan said that. Then he turned to Rav Abba who knew the real answer. So, Okay. The in who? Who do, who do, who did Ula and Rabba hold like? Who do they hold? Meaning, they did not like that. They didn't like this fact that Rabbi Yechanan would have said 
they, they held it wasn't true. Rabbi Yechanan said that you don't make a Barimer Eitz on Matzah Yom Kippur. So that means they held, you do make a Barimer Eitz. So who do they hold like? That's what everybody does. You make a Barimer Eitz even after Yom Kippur. Mesvei, just two, a couple, two more lines and then we'll be done. Okay. Uh, well, five more lines. Don't make a Barimer Eish only on Matzah Shabbos. You only make a, uh, a Barimer Eish on Matzah Shabbos. Like we explained, that is when fire was created. As soon as you see the light, okay, that you don't make the bracha right when you see the light for the first time, but rather when you get home and you make Abdullah and you have everything arranged, you have your Basamim, you have light, and then you, you do it in Okay, so we see that Allah is like Rabbi Yehuda. So we see that, what did we say? So we see it's a kash on Ula. Sounds like only Matzah Shabbos, not Matzah Yom Kippur. You don't make a bar Eish on Yom Kippur. So the Mars is like kasha, kan ba'or, sheshavas, kan ba'or, hayetzim and ha'etzim and ha'vanim. It depends. And this is a very important halacha, halacha that you only are going to just wait a second. Same thing like Kasha. Okay, that's where we stop. It's very important halacha that since the reason why you make. Cheated, sorry. If I say 15 lines, you're going to get up and walk out. If I say two lines, okay. So, so uh, I try to find the, most, the best place to stop. Anyways, very, very. Halacha Lamaisa. That for Matzei Shabbos. Right, you you're only gonna make you know you light a you strike a match you light a fire right and, and you make a bracha there. However, for for Yom Kippur, since the, the, the you could only you would only make a Maria Eish on a light that was shava. So either if you had a yard side candle burning before, and that's why the minag is to have a yard side candle. You light a we light. I mean at least our minag is. I'm, we light a candle and we leave it all the way a yard side candle for Yom Kippur, and that is the yard side candle. You're not supposed to strike a match and light a new. Fire for Yom Kippur. We use that one. Or if, let's say, there was a chaylo or something and they, somebody started a fire in an eifen heter, then you would also make a bracha. Okay, it's late, so I'll just send out the summary. I'm not going to well, summarize today. What does the Mishnah have to say that you're modeled for the, for the Vizknesset? No, the same... The same um... 